I agree. I'm saying like in a perfect world, they probably it makes sense on paper that they would, but in the world that we're living in, how we've described what it is, though they would probably be the worst people to be like an alpha woman and an alpha man. There is no way in hell that it's, that's going to be like that's not going. That's not they're going to be fighting. I mean, I think the same thing is true when people think about power couples when they yeah. they aspire to be a power couple and they think about what that may mean for them. If I'm working 40 hours or 80 hours a week and you're also working 80 hours a week, when do we see each other spend time together and nurture a family? Hey, what's poppin'? Yeah, everybody. It's your boy, Brandon, and I am joined once again by my majestic partner and co-host. Hey, y'all. It's Yandra. Welcome to The Buffet, a podcast where we give you endless food for thought. We started this podcast to review the questions we have asked and continue to ask each other since we started dating. These conversations will range from lighthearted and comical to serious and deep. We both have backgrounds in counseling and are young Black professionals in the DMV area. We know just enough to come up with the questions, but not enough to have all the answers. You can expect for us to be real, raw, and sometimes spicy. All right, say hey, babe. So what are we talking about (laughs) today? I don't understand why you changed the cadence of your speech. I don't know either. I just, you know, I just felt it. I just felt it on my spirit. So, you know, I just, I just let it flow. Let it flow. Thank you. I appreciate it. Give me a good giggle. Mm -hmm. Also, shout out to, uh, Salima, uh, you know, being the only one in our life for those hot uh, five minutes we're on. You know what I'm saying? We see you. We appreciate the support. Yes, we do. We are talking about the different type of males and females. And when I say types, we're talking like alpha, beta, mm. omega, gamma, mm. delta. There's a lot. There's a lot. Every, I, I there, yes, there's more than alpha. So yeah. that's that's probably the first piece of news for some people who are listening to this, that there's more than alpha. And more than beta. Because people, people and more think than alpha beta. is like, ooh, this is the one we want. And beta is like the one that no one wants. And from our brief overview of, you know, our little researches, they, well, beta specifically probably doesn't mean exactly what you think it means. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I wanted to talk about it because it is being tossed around a lot. This is very true. I think people who consider themselves alpha want to wear it as a badge of honor and or use it to excuse certain behavior. Like I'm an alpha male. What would you expect? Or I'm an alpha. I'm an alpha woman. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah, I'm a I'm an alpha woman. This is just, you know this is how I move. I'm, I'm looking for my alpha man, but I'm an alpha woman too. Mm-hmm. That's so, true. Like, both mm. people, both genders will use it freely to uh, attach a label to themselves, and it is one way to classify. For all the people out there listening who prefer different ways of classifying personality types, mm-hmm. like sixteen personality types, we've done that. Mm. Astrology, I believe in yes. that as well. Like, there's a, a whole bunch of different ways to categorize and type people and this is just one of those ways and don't y'all worry we will probably talk about all the other ones because you need to ask this when you go out with these people i guess because yeah yeah i i am i think that these uh, alpha beta gamma shit is to men what astrology signs are to women (laughs) oh that's a good point yeah good can i be honest when i hear you know people taking astrology a little too serious i'm like okay i guess she's She's really into this, I guess. Okay, cool. I'm not that. I don't. I don't care one way or another about it. I I feel the same way about people who who use 
out the alpha beta conversation like casually and, and like in conversation for it to like this explain like you know I, i'm an alpha so you know i gotta have or like i'm a gemini so you know you know how I, I can't i can't deal with a i don't know a libra or something like that i don't know i don't know i'm just na- naming them i'm like okay that's just what you're basing your interaction with pe- with people so i have a lot of that in the back of my mind when i when i that topic comes up i feel that but i also think that the difference well no I think that there is a parallel between the two, but I think the people who are more into it know more, which means that they can speak to it better. If you're like, oh, yeah, I'm into astrology, then you're like, oh, I know. I need to know your sun sign and your moon sign. I need to know where your Venus is. I need to know where your Mars is in order for us to really have a conversation about our compatibility. And the same would be true of this alpha male thing. So like, if you're an alpha male, but maybe you got some beta tendencies or, you know, you can fall into a different Mm-hmm. You can be a gamma like three out of four days of the week. Then we're having a different conversation. And so don't just we we like to toss things around and or dismiss things based off of our perception and our knowledge. But if somebody is into this for real, for real, and then read book and know some stuff, I trust them to have a conversation about it. It's just the most people on the dating market are not at that particular place. No, they're not really about it. But even but even so, I think the issue for me is that when they make those things the sole basis on like mm, they in which they make a decision yes yeah, so in which they make their decision so it's like as soon as i find out you are a certain sign you cut off i can't i can't do it i'm not going to like see who you are as a person mm-hmm. i'm just going to go ahead and say oh you are a libra or you are scorpio or you are gemini or cancer or, or aries i'm not going to name all you, of them i was about to say you going to so, so 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 i can't I'm not going to deal with you because of that. Not, not knowing that there are, are a person underneath that. Like not all mm-hmm. cancers move the same. That's true. Or the same thing, the same stuff like that. So it's, it's, it's very arbitrary. That's, that's pretty much what I'm trying to say. It's an arbitrary, uh, determinator, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, an arbitrary, an arbitrary way to limit or select a potential partner. I would agree with that. I do think it's an easy way to classify and type people. Mm -hmm. And that's just natural to the human brain. Like we want to be able to, to recognize things and people very quickly and be able to put them in a box very quickly and and make some assumptions. It's just easier for our brains to process. It's human nature. It's it's instinctual. It is, it is something we can't help doing because it, Mm -hmm. it helped our ancestors, you know, not die of, there were many things that were that could kill kill us and can still kill us, but specifically back in the day, you know what I'm saying? It's the equivalent of us still having like a little weirdness about being in the dark or, you know, darkness. Mm-hmm. It's that instinctual, you know what I'm saying, caveman, cave woman instincts that, you know, that's that, are, that still live with each and every one of us. It's the ability to be able to identify potential threats quickly because literally your life depends on it. Exactly. And so using that as a a frame of reference for us to help classify and type people mm-hmm. is not necessarily a bad thing. So what type you want to get into first? Who you want to talk about? Well, Men or women? Uh, let's go. Well, I, why don't we just go back and forth? Because okay. I, I wonder when we was going, bringing up this topic, you know, the whole alpha beta, we, we only hear about it in a reference to men. And I was like, do women have a kind of a alpha beta type of uh designations for, for each other cause i've never heard of it but apparently apparently they do 
They do. Yeah. So I guess they for do. me to start it off with the alpha, they are dominating and charismatic. <laughs> they are the born leader. They they under he they, he under he understands his priorities and always utilizes his time. Yeah. The same thing is listed for the alpha male. Uh right? Alpha male. Oh, I thought you were reading the alpha alpha female. No, this is the alpha female. No, no, excuse me, this was the alpha male. The alpha female don't say this. Oh, okay. So when you said back and forth, you meant you okay. Yeah, so this is the one that most people have heard or know about the one that is the quote unquote, the one that we want all of our men to be, you know, that, that, the alpha, we want a man on his purpose. The one who walks into a room and people take, pay attention. He can command a room. He he commands wherever he is with his presence. And, you know, he has friends, he's personable, generally successful all around. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you're not that, then that means you're automatically beta. But we're we're moving ahead of it, moving ahead uh, ahead of ourselves a little bit here. The also on the alpha side, I, I guess there is some negative traits associated with it as well. Yeah, the, the, the word st- dominating is is I mean, a lot. That's giving a lot yeah, of energy. It, it it's does. giving a lot of this is what I say, this is how it's going to be. And so we're going to follow according to the thing that I said. And that yeah. can be a drawback for people. Yeah. Alfred is pretty much, I'm the captain. I am the captain now. I'm the captain. Like what, I, what I say goes, I'm the leader. I, I am the captain of the ship. I point, I chart the route and I make the decision. I make decisions or if I don't make all the decisions, my say, I have the final say, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I can, I can veto line item or just general veto at my leisure whenever necessary and y'all gotta go along with it yeah i think that's fair in terms of the drawback on the other side is the alpha female and they are described in similar ways in terms of having some characteristics of being charming and intelligent being classified as a rock star opinionated dominating and strong-willed and there's there's that word again dominating dominating and then strong-willed and of course i'm here's a question Mm -hmm. do you think the there's more negative connotations to behind alpha male or alpha female like when you think of those terminology do you think of the the caricature uh of a man or female more like when i hear alpha yeah when you hear alpha female what 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 comes to mind i think that they're the Characteristics associated with being alpha in general are more skewed towards male characteristics or or rather their characteristics that men get rewarded for mm-hmm. having. Being a leader as a woman usually is fraught with some uncertainty. Like she's a woman, like can, mm-hmm. can she do this? What happens when she wants to have kids? Or like what all of those kind of things are fraught when a woman makes a decision to be a leader or even in a, a relationship dynamic. If a woman is further along in her career and has a male counterpart who is not as far along in their career or she's the breadwinner, things like that, that come can create strife within that relationship no, or create external strife. Like people just going to have more to say if mm-hmm. you are making more money as the woman in a relationship. And so it is not, it is not rewarded in the same way. 
if you're the woman and you are considered an alpha. But I, but I think to your point when you said the alpha female, the characteristics are skewed towards like the men, mm-hmm. like what you perceive a man to be. So it's pretty much it's a woman with a ma- male, stereotypically male uh, characteristics, but just in a woman in woman form. And that doesn't, this that does not look cool, or doesn't look necessarily good, or or appealing to the average person because it's just you just you moving like a whole man. It's the perception because like, why why are the 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 characteristics of an alpha female generally the same as what are the characteristics of an alpha male? Because we aren't aren't looking. For the same things in a man versus a female. So when an alpha male characterize all the have all the characteristics that woman and society deems to be important for a male man to have to be successful as a man. So in turn, shouldn't an alpha female have all the characteristics that men and or society have deemed are important for a very good woman to have? So like so, I'm pretty much saying alpha man is like he's a superman. So so shouldn't an alpha woman be like a superwoman? Well, I think the the difference is that there are there are different limitations on what is appropriate for men and women. Mm. And even say you're not an alpha male, like say say you are not someone who is dominating, charismatic, you will still put on to be those things and have an expectation of trying to be the or, um aspire to be those things because you'll be rewarded for it. Right. So to be an alpha female is is a rejection of what is supposed to be typical of a woman, but it is also probably more natural to that person. Does right. that make sense? Yeah, There's more people sense. who are hollering, I'm an alpha male that actually aren't alpha males. And then the people who are women who are saying I'm an alpha female probably really are just dominating, like charming people who can't do anything about that because they're not going to be rewarded for it in the same way. I think it may be more genuine if a woman's like I'm an alpha female. It no. may be no, it's no that that's different too. Because yeah, even if a man says I'm alpha male, I don't believe it because alpha men don't have to say I'm an alpha man. Like you, 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 you just are. So if a man's like yeah, I'm an alpha man, like yeah, I I I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> like but it's, so so every time I hear a woman say, "Oh, I'm alpha. I'm a boss bitch. I'm a boss," I'm like, I doubt it. Like I say, it sounds to me like you have been forced into this role. And this is normal for you, and you probably don't like it, and you want to find a man who's going to make you not need to be this anymore. Mm-hmm. That's 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 what it is in my mind. But uh, I guess that goes to my point. So it's like, why aren't the characteristics that are deemed favorable for a woman to have? Why is not the epitome of that considered the alpha woman? Why is the alpha woman have to be what a man is? I think that that's just the nature of these types. I think that these types are are set in stone in terms of the way that they're translated across gender. And I also think that the alpha, alpha being associated with male came first. And so, I mean, sure, sure. But so that means that men should aspire to be an alpha male, but then like women should aspire to be an alpha female, but in their in their lane. So I guess for example, no, but would, you, wh- would you consider my fault? I don't want to cut you off here. But would you would you consider Michelle Obama an alpha female? No. Why not? Well, one, I read her book Becoming. And so I know that when you think about dominating and charming mm-hmm. or 
opinionated and strong-willed, I don't think that those things are the foremost parts of her character. See, that's what I'm trying to say. So why is the dominating the that part why is that deemed alpha for a female that's not what we're looking for women to be we're like we're looking looking for that that nurturing the the support so wouldn't so technically shouldn't an alpha woman be like the the epitome the epitome of like when you think of like a womanly woman like shouldn't that not be the alpha woman that that goes with the alpha man which is that charismatic dominating presence those two go together alpha alpha that but that shouldn't it go i'm saying should it not be that way maybe in a perfect world but i don't think that that i think that a part of what i'm hearing is an assumption that alpha means the best and and another part of what i'm hearing is that you should be with your type and your type is not necessarily you if you and i were exactly the same what would be the benefit of our relationship how am i going to learn and grow here so usually if you are alpha female, maybe you do need a beta male. Like you need someone who's going to be what, different from by you. These, by, by these, uh, what the definition is now, I agree with you. But I'm saying if it meant what it probably should mean, if it, for, for, if it made sense, alpha and alpha would probably go where it goes. So you'd be having the, the quote unquote alpha male which uh the dom- not necessarily dominating but just the self-assured i'm supposed to say the dominating self-assured charismatic uh male pairs really well with if the alpha female was the nurture that the very great nurturer supportive she can be charismatic as well like those two together those two alphas that that sounds like they'll they'll go what they won't bump they wouldn't bump heads I hear what you're saying, but babe, but that's not what it is. No, I, agree. I and, get it. I get it. And that's I don't think is, that I don't think that that I think that that makes sense in a simplistic way. Like, oh, alpha should go with alpha, but that is not the way that that's just not the way that things are. Nor is that the way that I think that she, things should be. Like, more often than not, you are paired with someone who is different mm-hmm. than you in order for you all both to capitalize on the strengths that you're bringing to that relationship. Mm-hmm. So, in my mind, alpha and alpha are the same because they're the same types of people, mm-hmm. but it doesn't necessarily mean that they belong together. I, know. I agree. I'm saying, like, in a perfect world, they probably it makes sense on paper that they would, but. And the world that we're living in, how we've described what it is, though they would probably be the worst people to be like an alpha woman and an alpha man. There is no way in hell that it's, that's going to be like that's not going. That's not they're going to be fighting. I mean, I think the same thing is true when people think about power couples when they yeah. they aspire to be a power couple and they think about what that may mean for them. If I'm working forty hours or eighty hours a week, and you're also working eighty hours a week, when do we see each other spend time together and nurture a family? We're going to have to have help. And how do you get through conflict and making decisions? If both of y'all bosses and y'all used to, you know, making moves and what I say goes and y'all think y'all have the best vision in, in, in leadership, how y'all going to go and decide what house to buy? How y'all going to decide, you know, what school to send your kid? How y'all going to decide how to raise your kid? So I think a lot of the issue is like to your point, it would make more sense for the different types like that alpha, beta, gamma, whatever they kind of intermix just so they can take, take advantage of each other's strengths. And uh, I don't want to say the word weaknesses, but limitations. Mm-hmm. But I think how it is, we are so locked in on trying to be, get the alpha and everyone being alpha and then trying to make those two work and, and then try yeah. to keep it in the category and th- that not working out. And just instead of being like, 
maybe we need to change and try to do something a little different. They just steady being like, it makes it's easier to say that this person, you must not really be an alpha. You must not mm-hmm. really be about it. You must not might have been the right one. That's why it doesn't work out. Instead of just like maybe y'all just not meant for each other, or maybe you you're what you think this means really ain't what it means. Mm-hmm. That's it. Talk to me about the big B and B is beta. <laughs> for beta, they are considered modest and easygoing. The ideal husband type. That's what they say here. Mm. Mm-hmm. I know a woman wrote this then. Uh, it works a <laughs> lot, but overshadowed by his peers. Uh, this is the one that it has not a, does not have a great kind of like a good connotation mm-hmm. people think beta they think weak willed like push over someone who is more feminine in in nature so to speak um you know more emotional more that's just generally less than the ideal man the meek person mm-hmm. the, the 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 stereotypical clark kent to superman's alpha mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. I think that's not a great new, way. Not, not new Clark Kent. I'm Who's talking. I'm Clark talking Kent? Christopher Reeve Clark Kent. The like, I got mug and I and I fainted. So so uh, type, uh, Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the new new Clark Kent, he kind of he kind of with it. Like he kind of swaggy. Yeah, you swear you come through. I'm I'm you know, I'm swole. Like what up? Oh, yeah. right, Henry, Henry Cavill, whatever his name is. Oh, okay. Name. Uh, so yeah, that's that. What about on the woman's side? On the woman's side, they're described as modest and easygoing, which is a pretty mm-hmm. solid characteristic if you ask me. They're also uh, described as sensible and reliable, trustworthy, sweet, caring, and supportive. Okay. Okay. Let's go through the rest of these, and then we can get into the conversation. That way we can kind of intermix our thoughts about each one of these. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. All right. For the, for the next one for men is the Gamma. They are the introverted and and are super sensitive. The yet they are the yes man at at the office. They have big plans but lack determination and focus. The then it's the omega. They are skillful and self sufficient. They are the odd one in the pack in a wolf pack. Laid back but not chasing success or money. Then we have the delta. They are modest and hardworking. They want attention but can't get it. Um, and they work hard, but are unable to draw attention. And then there's the Sigma. They are super smart and extremely attractive. The manipulative mastermind. He is super ambitious and his own boss. I'm don't know how I feel about this. It feels made up. I mean, all of the mission is made up, but it sounds like something like a 13 year old made up. If the, if that makes any sense, it's just like one of those like mm, everything about me is just oozes success. I do no wrong. Every step I take is just amazing and awesome. And even if you don't, even if it doesn't look like it to you, it's just because you're you're too small minded to really understand what I'm doing. You say that specifically about the sigma. The sigma, yeah, yeah, that's what it feels like from what what I'm uh, reading here. But I could be wrong. What about on the woman's side? Okay, on the woman's side, just as a refresher, we already went over alpha, which mm-hmm. was. Charming and intelligent, and then Beta, which is sensible and reliable. Now for Gamma, she's goal-oriented and intelligent. She's a planner. It might be me. Tactful, informative, and clever. It's definitely 
Um, then we have the Omega, <laughs> skillful and straightforward, the nerd, intelligent, childish, and messy. And then the Delta, introverted and carefree, centered, peaceful, quiet, and relaxed. And then finally the Sigma, proud and charismatic, the high achiever, high achiever, excuse me, opinionated, headstrong, and unique. And just as a FYI, we did get this off of the interwebs. We pulled it from the pleasant personality. Mm-hmm. And in trying to do some research and figure out the origins of this stuff, I couldn't even really find nope. anything. It's just it's all internet. made up. It's it's most most of it is everything is made up. But yeah, it's like we said, and this was definitely made up. Or origins unknown. I feel like it, it, these everything after beta, the gamma, omega, delta, sigma. I feel like they are like ad- addendums added on after the fact as we go. Cause cause sigma. The super smart and extremely attractive, the manipulative mastermind, the he is super ambitious and his own boss. This this shit sounds like Alpha Plus. It sounds like it's better than Alpha. Hmm. Uh, so I don't know. I think. Well, I guess what is what would, what would you take? You want a man who's dominating and charismatic, a born leader, but he understands his priorities and always utilizes and always utilizes his time, or you want a super smart and extremely attractive. Uh, smart, but manip- but can be a, a manipulative mastermind. But he's also super ambitious and his own boss. Nah, they both sound like winners to me. Mm-hmm. I'll take two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think also one of the misconceptions here is that you can only be one of these things. Like you, you only fall into one of these car- categories and nothing else. And I, I, if anything, if any of this is true, I believe that we have bits and pieces of this. I feel like we are more of like a pie chart where, you know, mm. slices are different sizes on these type of things. That's weird. What I was thinking is more like a sliding scale. Yeah, so if you had spectrum. two polars, like alpha and beta are considered polar opposites, mm-hmm. you're somewhere on that sliding like scale that. to get you to a better understanding of what characteristic you hold. But talk to me, when you think about all that we've discussed so far, which one, well, I guess this is a better question on the other side. Which one do you think is the perfect man for most women? Like if I was going to go out, well, not me, a hypothetical woman was going to go out on a date and ask a man what type, what type or pie chart percentage of type. A perfect man will, will be an equal mixture of all of these things. Well, no. Well, yeah. That this is probably what they'll say. In actuality, they want a dominating and charismatic, super smart and extremely attractive, ambitious own boss that is also modest and easygoing. That that <laughs> is, yeah, and also laid back, not chasing not chasing uh success or money, but having a, an abundance of it. They need to be able to knock a nigga out, shoot a nigga, rob him if necessary, but choose not to for for the for the woman. So so they they need to feel like at any moment he could slap the absolute shit out of her, but like doesn't. It's like you know it's really lovey dovey, but to the rest of the world they can be like a tyrant. But to me, so I so I need I need I need a thug that go on picnics. A thug that goes on picnics. Yeah, you, you remember that video I sent you? Uh, about the dudes like yeah, my nigga, I'm, I'm thugged out. Now I'm saying I got my baby, I, 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 I'm, I'm thugged out. I'm a real thug in the streets. I be shooting it, but 
This rainbow is prettier than the motherfucker. <laughs> look at that rainbow, nigga. I'm a thug that nigga, but I love it. I see this beauty. Like, look at that rainbow. It's part my my baby mom probably the end of that motherfucker. Oh yeah, with her, her, her gold digging that. <laughs> they want something like that. And someone was like, yeah, I'm thugged out, but I'm a you know heart of gold, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, you, they want a, a man who can who who can get all the women, but only messes with one. They want to feel like they ain't the only one, but they want to be the only one. This sounds very sick and confusing. I know. I know. And it is. But, I mean, you asked me your question. I gave you the answer. Now, let me ask you, what do you think, man? What do you think is the perfect woman? Not perfect, but, like, the ideal. The ideal? Because there is no perfect woman. Just like there is no perfect man. That's true. Humans aren't perfect. I'm just very close. (laughs) <laughs> if we look at the list, hmm, I don't know. I'm not a man. It's hard for me to figure out what men want. I think that no. So how is it so easy for me to say what women want? Because you have your own perceptions, and I feel like you are gentlemen. All four of you who are listening at this moment, let me know if I if you y'all think I was wrong about what I said, and also women. The, the other 10 of y'all, I guess, chime in, let me know if I was wrong in my assessment. And, and I, I need y'all to think of the 80% and not you specifically. Please. When I say this, I'm talking the totality of women, the, 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 the average, the, what's, the, what's another word for average? The median. Mm-hmm. So if if I if I ask ten women how many of of these how many of those ten women do you know or believe would agree with my statement or what I said would be the perfect the best man? Well, I think the reason why I say that I can't answer for men men's voices are not as loud in the conversation about what they want. They aren't as forthcoming with what they want. Now. I think there's more there's more pop culture references to women writing a list of the things that they want or having conversations with their friends about the things that they want and a potential partner. Then there is rhetoric or pop culture media representation of men doing the same thing. Because we've been seeing the same thing since forever. It's not it's not a a long list. The reason that the pop culture is for women is because what they want to seem so like exaggerated. Well, if I'm thinking about the things that I feel like I I hear men say that they want in terms of being nurturing and caring and being agreeable, don't want to again. What's it? FBI? A a feminine? What's it? Yeah, it's a feminine, inspirational, beautiful woman. Feminine, beautiful, intelligent, or inspirational. Which the feminine is supportive and stuff will go within the the feminine. So then maybe it's beta, sensible, reliable, trustworthy, sweet, caring, and supportive. Yes, and beautiful has to be on there. Beautiful is not on the list. Yeah, but I'm letting you know. You say you didn't know, so I'm just telling you that, that, I mean, I feel like that's not, those, those things translate across all men, like um, like if you ask a man, what do you if you can pick, if you can go into build a woman, I'm pretty sure mo- those things will be in that, in those lists, at least eight out of ten times. 
minimal. Okay. So then maybe the second one is the gamma because mm-hmm. she's goal oriented and intelligent. Yeah. So I think that misconception is like the alpha man or woman thinking that if I'm an alpha woman, that means I can get an alpha man, but an alpha man doesn't want an alpha woman. But an alpha woman will always want an alpha man or an alpha-er man. Who you say? An alpha-er man, like more alpha (laughs) than her. Alpha-er. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a part of the problem. People think that you need to be with someone who is, is like you, but that's not what you need in order to really make a relationship work. You need to be with someone who can compliment you. Mm-hmm. You need to be similar in some key ways, but you do not have to be the same across all areas. If you are out here, again, if you are out here working 80 hours a week and really, you know, on top of your stuff financially, you don't necessarily need someone who is doing exactly the same thing or has exactly the same means and resources as you because how is that going to, con- like, is that the thing that you still need? Or do you need a companion? Like, do you need someone who is going to be a partner for you? Do you need someone who can be stable and actually be at home because you're not going to be there? So you need someone who can manage the house. or you need to have someone who can be responsible enough to take care of the responsibilities of a home and manage the staff that you have. Like, what is it that you yourself actually need and decide on dating a person who fits into that type as opposed to what you think you want or trying to date yourself? If you want to date yourself, be single. You could, I mean, they can do do bad all about themselves. So, yeah, you you said it, babe. You 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 ain't lied yet. You ain't never lied. Yeah, you right. That's pretty much the heart of a lot of these conversations now, especially over this alpha shit, which I don't particularly uh, subscribe to. And it is not doing black families a a service at all. It is ensuring that we continue to perpetuate single parent homes, unfortunately. And I I feel like it's going to get worse before it gets better. I mean, I think a part of the reason that it gets worse before it gets better is because people are comfortable with their pattern. I think that yeah. if you, I listened to a podcast this morning where a girl explained a pattern that she saw in her childhood and then talked about something that she was currently doing in her life. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're just repeating the same pattern. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you not hear that you're doing, you, you said you had a problem with this thing that your mom did. You thought she was, she was doing you wrong. And then you said you was going to do the same thing thing to your child and you don't see that as a pattern like you don't see how what you're doing is having a negative impact and I think to to the point of like single family households or single uh more single parents if you were raised by a single parent you think that it's doable you're like well I turned out fine yeah and I'm okay I could do it like Mm -hmm. I, I, I I feel like I could do it I feel like I would be okay if I had to do it by myself and so instead of having a mindset where you enter into a relationship or you enter into a union and then you produce a child and you have the expectation that we need to make it work in order for this child to be okay, in mm-hmm. order for our legacy and for our family to be okay, you end up with a mindset of like, well, if, if worse comes to worse, my mama did it, so I know I can do it too. Right, so that's, that, that becomes your, your final step, your last 
So, so or you can look at it as like, oh yeah, like I, my parents or my mom or my dad raised me by by themselves, and I turned out okay. Imagine how much better I could have been if I had the, the you know my other parent involved. So I want to make sure that happens. Or so I, I, I want to give my kid the experience that I never was was able to get. Like I, I would, I always wondered when I was a kid, you know, what it was like to have my dad in in my life or what my mom in my life. I'm not talking for personal experience. I'm one of the lucky few, which I hate to say that had both of his, both of, you know, his parents in his life and home still married to this day. I only know of one other person in my immediate circle who have like that, that I came up with that has both of their parents married and together whole time type situation. Mm-hmm. It sucks that it's, it's so rare and, and getting rarer. Uh, so it, it kind of breaks, I don't want to say break my heart, but it just give, it just kind of make me sigh deeply when I see women who are just, who like are audibly talking about how they want to have kids or want to have a kid, but like don't have any kind of plan or necessarily inclination to be with the father of their child. That's just scary to me. I'm like, that's well, I was like, very scary. I see to that. Me. I'm like, yo, this is like low key neglect. Can I call CPS on you ahead of time? Like, like you are, you you're trying to set your kid up. Like, I get that you okay financially. That's think that's all you're thinking about. But it's like, how many studies are or like how how much information, or can you can you see that it's that proves to you that children who grew up in two parent households have a significant higher advantage through just life period than someone who didn't you know what i would say because there was a time in my life where i was like the thing that i know for sure is that i would like to have a child and i don't want not having a partner or like not finding the person that i want to have a family with limit that dream from Mm -hmm. happening in my lifetime and so in making that consideration it is it is a desire to give and receive love, mm-hmm. but it is also very selfish. It is also yes. like very much like you, I think like consciously making the decision without like, you know, things happen. Like if, if I got pregnant at this age and stage and something happened between us and it didn't work out and I ended up being a single mom, that's a different story than like, no, I'm getting older. I want to have kids. I'm going to make the decision to have a kid with or without a partner. Um, but I think making the decision, even with the financial resources to be able to care for that child, you may set yourself up to just have relational poverty. Like, how many relationships is that kid going to be able to have outside of you if your parents pass? Like, if your extended family is not around? How, how are you going to be everything for this one little you're depriving human? them you you are depriving them of an authentic human experience by choosing to be a single parent yeah and that's not fair to your kid um or to yourself yeah i mean that, or that, to yourself like you you think that you you have all of this but I, I, these I, resources I, here and now but you don't have a person who is depending on you for their entire being like to just to survive they're going to need you for everything and if you don't have someone someone or someone's a community of people to be able to share that responsibility with you're setting yourself up to be deprived as well not just that person i I get that part but i i feel like that's kind of a trying to beat uh a dead horse in the head by using that method because like 
they know that you they know that they're they will be in a, in a disadvantage so to speak by not having that support but they continue to do it so I, but i do do think that they do not consider what this is going to look like what is this is going to be like from their kids perspective mm-hmm. so that's why i try to say like yo like you if you don't care about yourself or like the the the, the extra work and you're going to put yourself under the do, go pursue this route at least think about your kid i wonder though if if i found myself in that situation if i would have still been open to partnership even in even in making that decision what do you mean? right so like if i was a single mom by choice not like oh this man ran off on me no like i'm i have a child because mm-hmm. i wanted to have kids or i wanted to have a kid so i had a kid and then the kid got to a certain place in their life and i felt like okay i'm ready to start dating again would i be really ready or interested in starting to date again and would i be looking for a father for that child at that point or would i just be like even if you're not you are mm. yeah i guess that makes sense even if you even if you because even even if you are excuse me, even if you aren't you are because you're you're not going to mess with a dude who did not paying your 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 kid any kind of attention. attention. You're mm-hmm. just like, yeah, I'm just here to, I'm just paying attention to you. Like, fuck your kid. Like, I get, I don't want to see him. That's not going to fly with you. Yeah. I mean, I would hope. No, it's not like, going to fly. Right. So, so yeah, so I'm saying, so even if they say they know, I'm not looking for a man. You, you are like the, the that comes as part of that duty mm. of being your man and you have a kid. You are that child's potential role model i mean i'm assuming that they come into their life when they're relatively young if they come in and when they're they already like high school plus eh, less but still yes still yes Mm. uh it sucks i don't want that for us we can we should be we can be better than that but i guess the question is is like why is it so much easier to the plan to be a single parent than it is to plan to be with a partner and have kids. Like you, you'll go to school for 12 years to, to get a, to get a degree and be in debt, but you won't take a, a couple of years to work on yourself and do some introspection and be able to find out what you actually like and want and be able to communicate that to a partner and make that work, work out and, and then to create a solid base and then have your children and build your, build your family. That's, that's harder to do than, Spending three hundred thousand to become a doctor or some shit, and you know what I'm saying, stretch yourself out. That's easier in your mind to 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 do. Like that doesn't it doesn't make sense. The math ain't math ain't. I I don't know. I think that if family life has lost its luster. I think that there, in some ways there's a resurgence and there's people who desire that thing. But I do think because w- there are a lot of people in our generation who are the children of divorce and or single parenthood. There's like more more people who experience that in their lifetime than there are people who grew up in families where both of their parents were together in a union and had some sort of love in that union. Mm-hmm. And so having grown up in that environment, I think, contributes to your worldview and your perspective. That hurt of like being a child of even adult children of divorce feel that hurt of like, wait a second, wait, like I thought everything was sweet between my parents. What do you mean that they're getting divorced? I don't understand. Like all of that hurt goes into their worldview. And even if it is not their direct experience, it does influence how, how they view relationships and how they approach relationships. 
that doesn't mean that they can't do the work to like get to a different place. I'm just saying like coming in at, at that place where you see it as something that could make you increasingly vulnerable mm-hmm. and or something that won't work long term does make it more challenging for you to be optimistic about but, family I mean, and marriage. So, it, But is that more of an indicator of the negative effects of divorce? on a family in the sense of like the is a very good reason why you shouldn't get divorced. I mean, yeah, but there's plenty of reasons why people, there's plenty of valid reasons why people get divorced. Yeah, I agree. I, I think, but, but, but we always speak about the reasons why it's valid to get divorced, but we never really speak about the valid reasons not to get divorced. We said, we just say, Oh yeah, because of the kids. And it was leave it at that. Like, what does that mean? But if it's like, yo, statistics show that if you, if you, if you divorce and you have kids, it's going to fuck up your kids' like outlook on relationships, and it's going to fuck up their potential relationships moving forward. Which is going to fuck up their kids, a- aka your grandkids. Which is going to fuck up your great grandkids, and then your your bloodline is fucking scattered. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, do statistics show that? I mean, you just told us how the effects of what what kind of the effects but that of, was not a statistic. But yeah, I'm quite sure you can you can find there that. Maybe there may be. I I hear what you're saying, but I guess. My response to that is, my response to that is that we're in a society that's significantly more self-absorbed than what we've experienced in previous generations. It is a lot about me and what I want and how I want things to happen, which is why you have people who make the decision to have children without being partnered, like willingly choosing to be single parents. But you also have people willing or making decisions about what they want their relationship model to look like. That hasn't looked like relationship models that we've had in the past. We have, I feel like I have, I hear more people say that they're poly now than I have heard at any other time in my life. Yeah, I, and I, I'm not categorizing that as selfish. If you're listening and you're poly, like I'm not categorizing that as something that is selfish. I'm just saying that there there are more relationship models and more ways that people are choosing to experience love in this generation that f- exceed the typical marriage kids. Yeah, model. It, yeah, because I'm I'm thinking of I'm not sure if you saw that video. It was a uh, what's your girl poor the, the poor minds. Oh, Lex. Lex and uh, Drea. Mm-hmm they had some some lady on their podcast and then she was telling them how or Drea was saying how she's getting to an age where she wants a kid and she's quite okay and probably low-key has a plan to like just be a single mom because she's at a place financially where she can take care of a kid and then the guest who's married uh happily and she was like she kind of checked him like why would you do that like mm-hmm. that you're setting yourself your kids up and then it was like and then she was like yeah I guess I kind of see it and it turns out, like, Drea came from the two-family household. Like, mm-hmm. she, and she was like, yeah, my daddy was in my life, in a family. They married. Like, my dad was amazing, is amazing. I'm So I'm like, like, to your point, so it's even people who grew up in decent family, decent two-parent households who also still have that mentality of, like, I'm just going to go ahead and do this thing solo, knowing the facts of what that could, ha- could mean. So I, I don't know. I I will say that I've heard people from two parent households who had parents who were um, very happy in their union felt like that that was the mark for what their relationship had to be. And so in seeking people, if it was not exactly like the love that they saw modeled mm-hmm. by their parents, they weren't satisfied. And their parent like 
their dad doesn't exist. Like, I mean, there is a man who is who maybe in some ways mirrors some of the characteristics that your dad has. But if you you make a decision to date a different type of man and you continue to date that same type of man, but it ain't your daddy. You know it ain't your daddy. You mm -hmm. know he ain't like your daddy. It's gonna be harder for you to settle with that man. But that's a choice. Yeah, that's true. But I th but I think the only thing that's I don't think it's necessarily wrong with a woman trying to get a man who you know treats her like her dad in the sense of like being a good man and seeing how he behaves with his mom and stuff like that. Uh, but I think what's what's missed, and I I feel like I mentioned it before. I'm not sure if I mentioned it in a previous episode or now, just to you in conversation, is that we forget the work our parents did to get there. We're seeing that's true. We we see our parents at the end of like their bullshit. Mm -hmm. like I'm saying like you you you're you aren't aware from like day one of their relationship. Mm -hmm. like I'm saying you're usually you pop up after they maybe been married or together at least you know a little a, bit a, of a, time. Little, a little a decent at least. Five years, they'd be to get nah, to, cause, at cause least. I'm talking about when you're when you're when you start remembering shit. Oh, okay. When you start, oh yeah, I remember my dad did this to my mom, and I saw this. Usually, you you're around kindergarten uh, age, you know, when real memories start popping up for real, for real. So yeah, you you see them after the work, so to speak. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And then in your adult life, your maybe your parents have been together, you know, 15, 20, 30, you know, 40 years at this point. And you don't know what your dad was like at when you know year one of that marriage. You don't know what your you know how trifling your mama could have been on you know during years two to three. Mm -hmm. So we only see the end result of it, and then and it, it's not necessarily fair to be like you're looking for a man that put decades of work into himself to to get the outcome that you saw, but you're mm -hmm. expecting that from a nigga who just stepping into the game. Yeah. And that's not and and vice versa for men and for and for for women. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. I think that's a good point that like you're seeing someone who has had the opportunity to work at mm -hmm. their particular relationship over time mm -hmm. in order to get there. You your have mama to have dropped it on your head at least one time. Boy. You don't know that, but you but you don't know that. Maybe you did because you know your auntie talked too much when she gave you a little drinking up. But like <laughs> you don't you don't know the fuck ups. You don't know the trials and tribulations your parents went through for them to get to the sex self-actualized people that you believe your parents to be. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of people see their parents for who they are and, you know, they got their, their flaws and they, but for the, for the one who are on that, my daddy can't do no wrong or my, my mom can't do no wrong. You don't know what she had to go through to get through that. That's true. You don't know what it took for yeah. them to become the person that they are now. Mm-hmm. About it. And we kind of got away from alpha kinda. beta. Yeah. What you mean, kind of? Yeah, we okay, we, we okie doke, y'all. And I'm be honest, be honest with you, I'm okay with it. <laughs> I'm okay with it. But you know, what I'm saying the alpha, beta, sigma, male, female, interesting information to have. In the same sense of like horoscopes, or it's like it's an interesting piece of information to have. Mm -hmm. Something interesting to it's a conversation. If if any, if it's anything else, it's definitely a conversation starter. And I think. Again, there are multiple ways to classify people. You decide which one is going to work the best mm -hmm. for you. Me personally, I'm an astrology personality type quiz. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to know those kind of things. And I'll just take it with a grain of salt. I'll just read it, like mm -hmm. understand it, and then go on about my business. I, don't, I think my final food for thought would be like, don't allow this information to influence 
the entirety of the relationship that you build with this new person. Like take it as a piece of data, but not as all of the data that you need to collect in order to decide if this person will be a good partner for you. It is complementary data. It is not something that you would use to eliminate someone from your mm. from your your your, uh, your criteria or pardon me. Allow me to restate. It's, it, it shouldn't be used as something to limit a person from the potentialities of being with you. You know what I mean? It, it shouldn't be like, oh, you are Aries? Nah, you out of here. Mm-hmm. It should be in addition to. Like, after, you know, you know you're seeing a cool person, you're Aries. Okay, Aries are known to be, I don't know what Aries are known to be like. I don't know either. They're not my type. Uh, what's the one that you do know? Scorpio? Sure. What are Scorpios supposed to be like? Like you. <laughs> no scorpios are supposed to be intense people very passionate yeah and if you, if you don't want a passionate intense person and if they and you find out they're a scorpio that shouldn't be on some like nah i can't mm-hmm. i can't bangs with you it should be on some like i'm let me bangs with you for a little bit and i notice that you are passionate and intense you find out they're Scorpio, it's like, oh, okay, I don't really like that. I don't really like this. Um, same thing for what the, what the, uh, the alpha, beta stuff is. They're just shorthand descriptors of a gen- very, very broad and general char- uh, set of characteristics that could manifest and look different under different circumstances. Because you can be, I guess you could be an alpha, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you are a dominating presence across all of your 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 life. You can be dominating in in at work, but when mm-hmm. you get home, you chill, you lay mm-hmm. back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, or, you know, you you could be a straight asshole where a bunch of friends are kind of like, you know, it's my way or the highway type situation. I then I would struggle to call that a friendship, but you get what I, you take my meaning. You can be like that, but in other aspects, you you know, you be chilling or you kind of you you stay quiet. Or again, you could be dominating. At school and work, but when you are in a social situation, you are the wallflower. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So it it is not rigid. It is like what you said. Spectrum, conti- yeah. a, a a continuum. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, and people are multifaceted. I think mm-hmm. that would be my last point. Is like you, it's a data point, but it is not all of the data that you need to collect. So take it, store it away collect other data points, collect new experiences and additional kind of mm. um, interactions with this person to be able to make a full decision. Yep. And I think this might have been the largest tangent episode yeah, of sorry, all episodes. Y'all. Let us know how you liked it. <laughs> yeah. Did we do a good job? Was our tangent good? Was it was it, was it at least entertaining? Mm-hmm. What did y'all like more? Let us know. Oh, you want to know how how y'all can let us know? Just listen to these messages. Make sure to check us out every Monday, wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, all that good stuff. Make sure to subscribe, listen, and rate. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell their cousin, auntie, mama, grandma, granddaughter's son. Work that out. Tell them what they can follow us at, Sandra. <laughs> Math problems. All right. If you have a question you want us to discuss on the podcast, send us an email at thebuffetpod at gmail.com. 
and we just might shout you out. Follow us on Instagram at the buffet pod, all one word. Thank you for listening, learning, and laughing with us. This has been the buffet where we give you endless food for thought. We out. <laughs>